and we joined on the line now by our market analyst Clive Ntozabantu Ramatibela. Good morning. It needs a little bit of work, but okay, yeah. there's something there's something to work with. <laughs> The lyrics, the lyrics might be a go, a bit of tweaking, you know. But there's something, there's something there. There's something there. There's yeah. Something there. So, Kira, do you know there's more people living in Petrasis than those who live in Iceland? I saw sorry for them. Hey, uh, Clive. Okay. Anyway, they're okay. all going home okay. today. Yeah, yeah. stocks are running for a fourth straight day, and um, that has most commodities also advanced, and it's led by the gains in precious metals. And that, of right, course, amid expectations that the central right. banks um, in the leading economies will add monetary stimulus. We spoke about this somewhat last week. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's good. It's good that they're going to be adding stimulus. And I think it's exciting as well. Uh, it shows that there's uh, more confidence that's back into market. But, you know, all this, what, what these commodity prices are doing is that they're pushing up uh, our chances of, of relief at the petrol pumps. And you know what's going to be happening soon on Wednesday. So, I mean, it's, it's, oh. it's, a, it's, a, it's a bittersweet pill. What can I say? I mean, I mean, you can't have it all. So you have, you have positivity in terms of the oil market. And then all of a sudden, the RAND doesn't do so well. And then it doesn't look great at all. And then we start to feel a little bit of a, of a plunge. But, hey, uh, Brent crude stayed above $50 uh, a barrel. And you look at the Australian bond as well after we know that uh, there's, there's elections taking place. But here's something interesting as well uh, that a lot of listeners will be keen to find out about is the MSCI Asia Pacific Index, which rose again another 0.6%. It means that positivity is back into the market as well. Look at the Asian stocks doing relatively well, specifically on the technology side. Things like uh, 10 cents doing relatively well, up by 3.5%. Uh, we've got Jiangxi Copper, which is one of the industrial companies in China as well. Came back very strongly. It jumped by 8.5%. We look at the Hong Kong and Sumit- Sumitomo Metal Mining Company also coming up. They're up by 6%. So it looks like, it seems like all the commodity-led prices or rather companies are doing relatively well. They're back very strongly. You can see the silver, which soared as well, up by 7.5%. You can also see some of the, uh, the pairing or what they use for, for bearings on your vehicle, for example. Uh, things like a billion, uh, which went up as well uh, by another 0.4%. So it's all looking positive at the start of this Monday. Believe you me, it is um, a new quarter. So it's going to be interesting to see how we, we finish this one in particular. It's half year. So a lot of people are still speculating whether or not to buy, hold, or to sell. Mm. Uh, let's look at what's happening in Australia for just a moment there, Clive. Federal elections failed to produce a clear winner over the weekend, and now uh, they will resume counting this morning. Right, so, you, know, you know, I wouldn't vote for anyone called Bill Shorten, because he just shortens everything. Ah, anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, voting, voting has has been rescheduled. It's going to start again um, uh, this early Monday morning. And because, obviously, it was too tight to call um, uh, the exceptional closed vote 
uh, leaves obviously the Prime Minister Malcolm Turnbull's uh, centre-right liberty-led coalition in a precocious, uh, a precocious uh, a position, potentially needing actually a support of the independent minor uh, 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 poly, poly, uh, parties as well. I think that mostly uh, we're starting to see, I spoke about this before, this nationalistic type of view on things, the independence of things starting to play along. We saw this with uh, the fact that the UK decided to vote outside, to go outside the EU. We saw this when we, uh, when you see Donald Trump getting a lot of support, despite uh, the not so great things that he's saying about immigrant immigration and so forth and so on. And and then now, even in Australia, it seems like there's a new move. There's a new move to to, to sort of like leave the um, uh, the liberal uh, to become a bit more independent. To have this nationalistic. Uh, change from where the money would normally flow to a different direction. So uh, we don't know, so you know what the result is going to come up. We'll know by the end of today, obviously, but I can tell you it's going to rely a lot on those independent voters. So whichever party they support, then we might see uh, an, a, a result come out uh, by early hours of tomorrow morning. And just a quick one before I let you go. Um, talking about uh, balancing pay with job security, be one of our biggest labor groups on that this morning. Yeah, I mean, we, we, we know about all this. We've been talking about it uh, a little bit on the, on, the, on the downside, to be honest. Kasati uh, uh, member unions uh, this year will be involved in uh, pay negotiations for platinum miners at companies including Anglo-American as well as uh, for the teachers and the health workers at the South African Transport and Allied Workers Union. I know Fawi is also involved in that. That's the Food Alliance Union as well. Uh, but it seems like there's a new sound as well there, so keen to say that uh, do we want minimum wage? Does it go across all boards? Does it cover everybody else? And how do we do minimum wage and still be able to curb the issue of unemployment? So it's a challenge that I think that Kisati uh, will have to negotiate very strongly for, yes. And I think that it's going to be a, an agreement between, most specifically, a business uh, to say, in the slow economic growth, how do you create a platform that is uh, not... Uh, injuring, uh, obviously, the workers because we don't want to lose jobs, but also sustaining a sort of, a, some sort of level of, uh, of income, of, of lifestyle, for example. And, and that's going to be the big challenge that they're going to be negotiating for. And then the meetings obviously started over the weekend. Uh, we saw a lot of guys making uh, comments about how they want to see this outplay. But I think, Sakina, it's a very tough one. I, I think you'll agree with me. It's tough to, to cut the balance, especially in an economy that's growing at less than 1%. Absolutely. But we'll talk more uh, economics news tomorrow. Thank you so much. Our market analyst, Clive Ndozabantu Ramatibela. AM Live on SAFM.